You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman, and today I'm joined by Catherine Gladwin. Hi, Catherine, how are you? I am really well, thank you Zoe. Thanks for having me on. Goes without saying oh, no. I am tough to be on the Six Figure Bookkeepers podcast. Oh, it's our pleasure to have a chat. It's a shame Joe isn't here today. We we really wanted to get this one in as an extra episode because you've got a really interesting offer about um, a, a training about setting up a power hour. So we thought we'd have a chat about it today. I think it's going to be really valuable for the bookkeepers in our community. Um, before I dive into that, though, let me just tell you a little bit about uh, what we do. So um, anyone at the moment, we're streaming this live into our Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. So if you're here, I'd love to see that you're here. Ask us any questions as we go along if you'd like to um, if you're listening on the podcast come and join us in the Facebook group if you haven't done that already and just to say that at the moment we are taking applications for our mastermind we're running a bookkeepers mastermind for a very small group of people who want to take their business to the next level so that they can achieve consistent 5k months and um, that is open to people who are on or who have completed the bookkeepers six month success program so if you head over to our website sixfigurebookkeeper.com slash mastermind you can find the application form there we're reviewing them at the moment we've um, we've got a couple of people who are definitely joining us. We want to make sure that this is a small group of people who are at about the same level, which is why we're doing it on an application only basis. But we'd love to hear from you if you think you'd like to join us. So let's get started. Um, oh my goodness, Catherine, do you want to tell It's so nice to talk to you. I mean, yeah, we you. Probably, it's, we've been in touch for a long time, but not really had a lot of opportunity to really have a good chat. No, I, I mean, I, I think we've been connected in some way for about three years. But but we've yeah. only ever spoken online. You know, we're both yeah. we're both authors. Um, we've both been in similar memberships over the years, and and we live within forty minutes of each other. So <laughs> it's like it's really weird that after all of that, we're now sort of almost coming face to face, but not quite. I so mean, yeah, no, it's lovely. Oh, one day soon, we'll do it in real life soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to tell us a bit about your background and what you do? Sure. So in twenty fifteen, I first onto the small business scene as a virtual assistant and um, I started offering admin support and I also offered bookkeeping because I did my AAT2 qualification so I was offering that as well um, and then I wrote a book in 2018 um, I think you did yours in 2019 didn't you or was it 2018 as uh, well 2020 I did mine was it was my it little, oh, I've lost yeah when my little boy was a baby I was writing that 2019 he was born so I think it wasn't published till 2020 oh yeah but so I remember I wrote, yours coming out yeah. I remember yours I was like oh my goodness there was like books about this stuff it's so cool yeah. so I wrote my book how to be a virtual assistant and that I, I wanted to just perhaps help people to just create a working life that they wanted you know and I thought if I help 10 people my my goal is achieved but the book went on to be a number one bestseller um, it's ranked above Elon Musk, Simon Sinek, Seth Godin, Godin, however you say his name. It's been listed in The Independent as one of top 10 business books written by women. And it's won wow. multiple awards. I know, it just went mental. So from there, I started mentoring predominantly VAs as well. Um, and I still VA alongside doing that. And, and people say, oh, you shouldn't because, um, you know, you need to have a, a complete niche. But 
to me, it's important for me to still do a little bit of VA in so that I stay in the world and I understand the marketing around it and, and I can properly mentor VAs then. So, and, and yeah, and what we're going to talk about today is another stream of income for small business owners. Tell me about the adding bookkeeping services to your VA business. So were you, did you set up predominantly to do, you set up to do the administrative services, but then you were like, I've got my AAT, so I can add this, or did you do it so that you could add bookkeeping? Um, I did my AAT so that I could add bookkeeping. So I was okay. never going to go away from being a VA and just be a bookkeeper, not just be mm. a bookkeeper, but just focus solely on bookkeeping. I always wanted to do the two so that I had two different streams coming in so that yeah. if, I don't know, if I lost a load of bookkeeping clients, then I still had that admin bit as well. It was just trying to reach a few more people. And I did find that a lot of business owners don't just want the admin, they want some bookkeeping as well, and vice yeah. versa. So I've taken That's on bookkeeping. Yeah, really interesting. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, no, that's okay. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, I, I was going to say to you, you know, how easy is it for a VA to add bookkeeping services? And and I suppose, like you say, there are going to be people who want a bit of support with invoicing or perhaps credit control, those kind of day to day things. But actually looking at it from the other point of view, if you're a bookkeeper listening to this and you're thinking, well, actually, perhaps I could support the business with some admin. Is Do you think that there's a good fit there for bookkeepers or what 100% absolutely 100% um and I'll give you an example one of my bookkeeping clients is a is a um he's got lots of properties I can't think of the word he's a landlord so he's got lots of properties um so I do his bookkeeping for those properties for the rent coming in and, and everything like that but in addition I also manage and maintain his electrical safety certificates and his gas safety certificates um, because the agents often need chasing for those you know, yeah. could, with this gas safety certificate is due on this property, could you get this done? You know, it's a legal requirement that really needs doing. And that's admin. So a lot of yeah. your bookkeepers might already, like, they'll be listening to this and thinking, do you know what, I do something similar for somebody else. So I'm already doing admin. Or I know that my bookkeeping client struggles with doing this aspect of their mm. business. I could definitely help with that. Because bookkeepers aren't like, they say PAs are organised, but bookkeepers, you know, you've not just got to be organised, you've got to be so on the ball as well. So admin yeah. would just be a doddle for them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got, I think you're right. Like people have that kind of mindset, those organisation skills. And actually for, I'm just thinking, particularly for bookkeepers who are starting out and have a couple of clients, they're like, where do I find my new clients? If this is something, I mean, not, not suggesting this is right for everybody, but no. if this does feel right for you, um, then actually it's easier to sell to existing clients than it is to find new clients. So if this is some, uh, thinking, something you're thinking of offering, it's something you can go out and approach your existing clients with. So um, I hadn't thought Absolutely, like because you've already established that no like, and trust. So you've not yeah. got to do that nurturing with them. They already know what how you work and how you communicate. And if it works for them, they're not going to hesitate to want to give you some extra work. So, no, yeah, no. definitely. Oh, interesting. Um, okay, let's have a chat about power hours then. So um, tell me what a power hour is. Okay, so a power hour, it's, it's an hour, and it's usually via Zoom or Skype or whatever your preferred method is. It can even be um, by telephone, the, you know, the old-fashioned way. And it's where you share your knowledge and expertise with somebody, where you answer some questions. So. An example of some power hours that I, I hold every so often is helping people set up free agent. Um, mm -hmm. I help people navigate their current spreadsheet of 
figures and put them onto Zero or Free Agent or something like that. Um, I do MailChimp, you know, the email marketing software. I do MailChimp Power Hours where I help people go through their previous newsletters and I critique them and say, well, like, you need to change this, that and the other, and then you'll get more opens. Um, or again, we go in and I show them how to use a system. So I get to show them how to use MailChimp. Um, and it instead of, you know, when you get, I mean, I'm sure loads of people that are going to listen to this are going to nod and think, yeah, this is true. But you get people fall into your inbox and they're like, oh, can we have a quick five minute chat? Or yeah. could you just tell me, how do I find how to run a profit and loss report from zero? Or um, is QuickBooks or zero better for me? Or, you know, all of these questions and you answer them. And then sometimes these people don't even say thank you. You know, they don't even thank you for their time. They don't thank you for your expertise. You've spent, you know, God knows how long getting to the point where you can say to somebody, I think you're going to prefer QuickBooks because your business is this, that and the other. You've taken time to get that knowledge, to get to that expertise. And it winds me up and I'll probably start getting louder and more vocal in a minute. <laughs> but it winds me up that people want to take our time for free because, well, you're giving your time to somebody for free. You can't earn any more money. And yes, sometimes those people do convert into paying clients, but it's so very frustrating when they don't. So if I get an inquiry like that, I say to them, um, yeah, I can help with that, but I'll need a little bit more information. You can book a power hour here so that we don't go yeah. backwards and forwards and things like that. I had somebody contact me the other day saying, I'm interested in setting up as a VA. She contacted me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm currently employed, uh, so I need to know a little bit more about how to market myself. And I replied and went, brilliant. How exciting. I wish you every success. If you book a power hour here, I can help with that. Nothing. Mm -hmm. That was six days ago. Nothing. Didn't even reply and say thank you or it's not for me. Just completely ignored me. And I thought, mm. you cheeky bugger, you just wanted my <laughs> you just wanted my time for free. And I thought, this is why I do it. Because, you know, and people value it more, don't they? You know that. I mean, yeah. that's why it, I, I'm assuming you're charging for this application only mastermind because you can't do it for free because mm. – it's so many years of knowledge that you're giving people and people are so much more likely to implement as well when you when you charge them and they see your worth too they yeah. always see your worth and when you attract people that pay for your time they're more likely to become buyers later on as opposed to the freeloaders that are just sucking yeah. up everything they can for free and not actually doing anything with it you're I right it's, get, it's getting in, that's okay. It's it's, it's it's absolutely right. It's getting people to see the value of your time, but also for them to realise that this is worth them taking action on. Like if that lady contacts you and she just wants you to give her some marketing tips, you send her a, I don't know, a voice note or a, a document or something, she might actually never look at it because she has, there's been no exchange of cash or anything for that so she might go oh yeah I'll get to that at some point whereas if she's paid you for an hour of your time sat down gone through it with you even if she paid you for a pdf or something she's much more likely to look at it and take action because there's a monetary value attached to it so you're right it's a, it's a psychology thing as well isn't it for, for your customer? yeah and she probably found me because of my marketing 
And I, like I said, I started my business in 2015. So that's, I think that's six years. <laughs> Not very good at math sometimes, just off the cuff. You'll get like 2015, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's six years of learning a lot of marketing and getting myself to where I am. So I'm, it would take a long voice note or a long reply for me to say, right, you've got to do this, that and the other. So yeah. I'm definitely going to charge for that time. I think it fills an important gap that a lot of us have. Um, I mean, I got someone messaged me on, I was in a clubhouse room, someone messaged me on Instagram and said, I need to know how to claim mileage. We have a personal car. I use it to drive to the post office to post the thing I sell. Um, how do I claim mileage? And I mean, I haven't got a way to charge for that at the moment. And I said, well, it's probably 45p. Here's the here's the link you need. Um, yeah. You know, but um, but and a bookkeeper would be able to say, look, actually, um, I can help you out with this. We need to know a bit more details to make sure I'm giving you exactly the right information for you. So here's a link to have a conversation. And then she would take more time to say, right, I've got an hour. What other questions have I got? What can I do? Um, yeah. So tell me so you mentioned that you have lots of different types of power hours you had one for like setting up free agent one for doing MailChimp do you suggest that a power hour has a theme so you say to your client I offer power hours around training software training or dealing with your spreadsheet or helping you with your tax return or whatever is that yeah. do you make it really clear that it's not just like a generic power hour it's a specific, specific yeah I, I hone in on on what the sorts of questions that they can ask me but I also send them a questionnaire to complete at least 72 hours before the call so that okay. if they put something on there that is like I can't there's no way I'm going to be able to answer that you know some people will say um how do I in, how do I integrate MailChimp with WordPress and I can help with that but if they want mm -hmm. to know how to integrate it with Wix I'm like I have no clue so yeah. if if they were to put that on the questionnaire, then I would cancel the power hour. <clears throat> and it yeah. also helps as well to prepare and not be scared and, and worried on the power hour that you think, oh, yeah. God, I'm not going to be able to answer that question or something like that. Um, but I shouldn't look at comments because then my mind goes. It's all right. Anne's just, Anne's just saying that she's missing it because she's on her holiday, but she's read your books. She's going to oh, watch wow. it. Um, Thank you so, so much. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you, Anne. Um, so what was the question again, Zoe? <laughs> we, were we were just talking about whether we have, um, whether you give your power hours a specific title. So if your client, if someone right. contacts you, they have a specific question, probably a specific question in the, in the DMs or they email you or you speak to them on the phone or something, you're able to then direct them to a specific power hour to serve their need. Do they go to it like your website or something to book that or yeah. like a calendar so, link or something? Yeah, absolutely. So with my mentoring, I've got refocused power hours as well. And I list on that page the kinds of things that people can talk to me about. So it's, it's you know, as an example, how to write a best-selling book, um, how to focus on the right things, how to set your goals, how to build a team and things like that. And kind of give them some ideas around what it is they can talk to me about. Um, mm -hmm. They can see my website, um, but it, the main thing is that it's focused on what my business is about. So I spoke to a lady recently who runs a fantastic business and she's got this great idea for power hours, but the power hours don't align to her business. So she's going to be attracting the wrong audience. She's not going to sell okay. the power hours because she's attracting different audience. So with, your, with the bookkeepers, it would be important to... Um, ensure that your power hour sales page focuses on the things that you can talk about and it's obviously yeah. going to be around bookkeeping so yeah. there could be things like people want to know how to transfer their spreadsheet of accounts over to 
um, some software, uh, the best software for them, or how indeed to use the software or how to mm -hmm. find things on there and things like that so yeah okay and things like if you've got questions about your like one I always got was expenses you can claim in your tax return like tax the tax return Q&A or something yeah um, perfect. just being able to spend that time this the, I like the idea of having the really focused topics um I used to run the, when I was running my bookkeeping practice I used to offer these sessions and I'd use them often for training for people who come along and say I don't know how to um, yeah you get the best out of the software that I'm using and um, it would just mean we could sit down and I kind of made it like no question is a silly question but I didn't specifically say these are the things I can help you with and I think that would I, I suppose thinking back I did go into those sessions thinking oh my word what are they gonna want like well, I don't know what's coming through the door right now and yeah. and they would come down to the office and we'd sit down like in real life together and I'm like I hope I'm gonna know the answers and I knew yeah. the answers but it gives you that anxiety doesn't it yeah, there's there's nothing worse, is there? And and a, a lot of people that have done my Power Hour course do. One of the questions is, what if I don't know the answer to something? And and yeah. that's what holds people back from promoting it. And yeah. I always say, and I've had it. I've had it where I've like thought, I cannot think of what that is now, and I don't want to give the wrong answer. So what I always say is, do you know, that's a really good question, and I can't think properly right now of what that answer is. I'm going to come straight back to you when we finish the power hour and I'll send you an email. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. And and people yeah. appreciate that much more than you yeah. saying anything that could be incorrect, you know, because it's so yeah. important that you give the right answer. And and I've said it a couple of times and I've never have any had anybody go, oh, she mm -hmm. doesn't know what she's on about. <laughs> No, no. And it, and that's why it's also really useful to send that questionnaire in advance as well, because you kind of know what's coming up. I, I'm, yeah. I'm ever so naughty. I, I get people to fill in the questionnaire 72 hours before, but I read it like half an hour before or 15 minutes before. You know, <laughs> And uh, but yeah, it's, it's great because you can prepare and it's uh, yeah, really helpful. What? Um... What, how do you take people, so someone contacts you, let's say like someone might call us as bookkeepers, someone might call us on the phone or send us an email or fill in our contact form on our website or contact us through our DMs on Facebook or Instagram or something saying, can you help with this? How much mileage can I claim? Blah, blah, blah. Um, how do you take it from, because it's really easy to go, oh, that'll only take me a few minutes to answer and to just give them the answer. Um, how do you, rather than that how what wording do you use how do you turn it into a opportunity for them to yeah. book something so I'm you? always really you know thankful for them to get in touch because they've taken the time to get in touch so it's, it's always a sincere you know thanks ever so much for finding me um I can help with that absolutely book yourself a power hour here and uh, we can discuss that and any other questions you've got you yeah, know some okay. people do some people are do you know some people ask a very simple question sometimes and when you've gone back to them they've already googled it you know mm -hmm. you do you do sometimes think to yourself have you heard of google or uh, have you <laughs> some of the things I think they some of the things that people ask bookkeepers uh, are things they're afraid to google in case they almost want you there with them because you're going to make them feel okay about it that yes. people have a lot of fear around money and numbers stuff and that can stop them looking things up because they're like what am I going to find out and they kind of want someone sat there with them who can go well that's okay because you're going to do this and this and just make them feel like oh this is all right so I think that's why people don't google things and they'd rather ask you yeah I, think. I, don't, know, I don't know about your audience but I find that 
business owners really hold bookkeepers in high regard and so they should you know you, you offer a, an amazing service you know you take so much stress away from people and they do really trust you and some of the questions that come out are like yeah you could find that on the government website but I'll go and find it for you if you like you know it's yeah it, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I've actually had one of my uh, bookkeeping clients find things on the government website and then check them with me and then I've gone back and gone, well, I'm only going to check the government website for this. So it's like... <laughs> I'm not but the yeah, government. <laughs> no, and people really do trust bookkeepers. So don't be afraid to convert those inquiries into people paying. And it doesn't need to be a power hour. It can be a power half hour, if you like, yeah. you know, and you can, yeah. you can charge half the price. Love it. Um, okay, let's talk about charging then. Um... Oh, you're going to like this or they're going to like this. Okay. Go on then. Help us out with this. How is that? Right. Where do we start? Well, first question: Do any do you invite your bookkeepers to work out what their hourly rate is so that they know kind of that Some, their time is money? Well, different bookkeepers are charging in different ways. A lot of bookkeepers now are using software to help them in our six month success program. I know that a lot of our bookkeepers are working with Go Proposal and are using pricing based on the actual um, activity that they're doing for their clients every month. So probably hasn't broken down to an hourly rate. But um, I know that I certainly started out charging an hourly rate. And, yeah. uh, and I think it would be tempting to go, oh, that'll be 30 pounds. Um, but I know you're going to tell me it's, that's not the answer. So I'd no, love to know where no, you're going to go and with I, this. And I am absolutely not saying that the bookkeepers need to charge an hourly rate because I think what, yeah. what, what you're saying they're doing is perfect, completely perfect, obviously. Um, but if you know what your hourly rate is, so perhaps you could kind of work it out. You could um, maybe add up all of your income for a month and then how many hours you're working for a month and then divide it to find out what your hourly rate is. Um, and then when you've determined what you're earning an hour, you double that at least. And that is your power hour price. So you might think, hang on a minute. So I don't know, I'm just going to throw something out. My hourly rate works out to be £60 an hour, say. So how can I charge 120 for a power hour? Well, you've got to think about all of those years of knowledge that you've had, all of that expertise. Um, you're helping somebody. You're just alleviating so much stress for somebody by giving them those answers and the time that they need just to clarify and not be so overwhelmed. You are paying, no doubt, for the software for them to book it, whether that's Acuity or Calendly. Um, your integrate a payment system so that could be stripe or paypal so that people pay straight away so you're paying for that monthly and you're also going to be setting up this questionnaire and reviewing it in advance as well because yeah you, yeah that, that makes it easier it's more than the hour isn't it's it it's more than the more hour than because and it's and this is why when somebody comes to me and says have you got time for a quick five minute chat no because i'm going to need a wee before this chat you know we i've had three <laughs> wees before this recording <laughs> And you can bet your bottom dollar, after we've had this five-minute chat, which probably lasted 15, 20 minutes, I'm then going to think, right, so what was I doing beforehand? I'm just going to need another cup of tea, sod it, I'll have my lunch now. I, my head's all over the place. I'm thinking about the call. It's never a five-minute chat. So that mm. is, again, another reason why it's important to charge for your time. I think we forget this. Now, um, we've, so we've done a lot of training to become bookkeepers, and we um, – we so to us if someone comes to us and asks a question what's the mileage that I can what's the allowance I can claim for the, my trip to the post office we think oh well it's you know it's that answer easy 
it's easy for us because we know and we've done it for hundreds of clients and we've spent years training and getting our exams and sitting there learning and revising and looking these things up because we've had questions about them before and having experience in a job your client hasn't done that so they're exp they're benefiting from you having gone through all of this and I, and we have to remember that and if we need to you know if our client is an expert in another area i know a builder or something and we need i know i need a cat flap fitting right now and it's got to go through a wall we haven't got a door that it will go through I don't want to do that. And I'm not, I don't expect to pay someone 30 pounds for an hour of their time. I think they're going to charge me quite a lot more than that. So, um, and I think we have to think that we are hiring an expert to come in and do something for us. And we're paying them for the experience of knowing which kind of, I don't know, my husband's calling it some kind of coring drill or something. He's like, oh, don't worry, I'll just go and hire one from a higher, th I'm like, no, 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 no this is not, this is not your thing. We <laughs> pay someone and they will do it properly because they know what they're doing. So um, I think we have to remember that we're paying for their expertise and their training and the times they've done it over and over and over again. And it's such exactly the same as we, we forget. <laughs> Yes, so always compare things to a cat flap. Yeah, oh god, but but it would be fun if you did it. You'd go viral on Instagram because one minute it would be a little cat flap, and then it, you know how big's this cat as he's just going further and further and further. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody cat! You get a tiger through there. <laughs> well, watch door. this space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> suddenly there's bifold doors in there <laughs> for the cat. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, fab. Okay, right. So how to charge for it. So you think work out, work back what your hourly rate is and then yes. double it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've yes. definitely worked with like, yeah, I think I've charged before 80 or 90 pounds for a power hour. I know other people that charge 99 pounds for a power hour. I think put something out there that is feels a little bit uncomfortable for you. And then if people say, yes, you're getting it right. And, you know, do a few and then see how they go. This isn't going to be this isn't going to be the the thing that changes your business turnover, but it's a way, isn't it, for you to extra bring money to, yeah, so extra that you don't lose money. Yeah, who who doesn't yeah. want who doesn't want extra money? You know, unless you're trying to stay away from the VAT threshold. But who who doesn't want a little bit of extra money for what is actually very little of your your brain your your it, your brain power because you you've got all of this knowledge already you know it all yeah. it's just so easy for you and and when you stop and reflect and think and think Do you know what yeah I am probably giving away so much of my time to people that I can charge for this and and so you should you you're, you're worth it absolutely yeah oh fantastic and um, Catherine so you've put together a training on power hours do you want to tell us about what that involves and how people can find out about it yeah, so it's um, it's a five step course. So it's ever so easy. You can you can go through it and implement it in an afternoon if you want. If you've oh, got wow. an afternoon free, can, yeah. I try and make it really easy so that and I mean because we've all bought these courses and then we never do them, you know. So so I try and make this really easy. So it's five step course, and in it I help you to. I'm looking away, not for arrogance, but to try and get myself to remember it off the top of my That's head. Okay. So we'll be able to do it. But um, how to define your power hour? how to price it, um, how to market it, how to sell it, and how to flip inquiries as well. Um, and there's a bonus section as well around mindset, around the selling of it and the pricing of it, because that, like we've, we've spoken about, it's really quite 
difficult sometimes to get your head around that. Um, so, the, I mean, the most I've ever paid for a power hour is over £500 with somebody, just as yeah. an example. Um, people that have done my course and implemented it, they get their money back and then some just by selling one power hour because the course wow. is only yeah the course is only 29 pound and nobody is going to charge less than 30 pound for a power hour no. in fact i i don't i think if you charge less than 75 then people are going to be thinking mm, the expertise probably isn't going to be as good as that person that's charging 95 yeah. or something like that so um i think everybody can go in at 95 at least with their power hours so yeah the course takes you through that um the average Re recoup on investment for that for people I've worked that out so people that have bought the course and implemented it is 625 pound over a few months wow as they start yeah because it's yeah it's lovely isn't it because it's so nice to be able to give your money to something and know that there's going to be some back so it does it takes you through everything you need to know in easy steps and there's a, there's a few tasks in there as well that you know just to help you think about it and to get that done because I think we should all have power hours or power ha power half hours if need be. I, just, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a really I think important thing. I absolutely agree. I think this is so useful for everybody. And I think, you know, something that we can take away and implement in an afternoon is very attractive. Um, yeah. So that's definitely worth thinking about. And, you know, like you said, if you can um, charge more than £29, you're going to make your money back if you do one. I think that this is something that you can realistically add to your service offering straight away it's going to help you to deal with any of those inquiries you get on social media, all the people who are otherwise we would perhaps think of as time wasters. Like these are the people who we were like, oh, I really I need to reply to that, because if I don't, they're going to think I'm bad. They won't come back to me if they do need my help in the future. So you want to do it for goodwill reasons, but it feels annoying. And um, so being able to offer something to them that it helps you earn a bit of extra money. It, you know, if we can all bring an extra £100 a day into our businesses by answering an inquiry we were going to answer anyway, that's got to be a good thing, hasn't it? So, Absolutely. Um, I, I've had somebody this week, I did a power hour with her the week before. She'd initially contacted me on LinkedIn and said, I'm not getting any leads from LinkedIn, um, blah, 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 blah. What can I do to change things? And I said, I can instantly see there's lots we can do to change things and help you get leads. Um, she's a virtual assistant, so that's why she contacted me. I said, book a power hour here. It took a few months or a few weeks, and she booked one. We had it last week, and I gave her some steps to implement to enable her to get more traction on LinkedIn. I could see she was doing stuff because she was commenting on my stuff on LinkedIn, and she emailed me this morning and said she's had her first lead um, via LinkedIn because she's implemented everything that I told her to do, um, and it's somebody, a solicitor where she lives. She doesn't live in England. And he wants 20 hours a month from her. So that is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. She's recouped that investment of the power hour. And I'm yeah. beaming because she implemented my advice and it's paid off as well for her. Yeah. So if I'd have just gone back to her and said, do this, that and the other, she may not have seen any value in it. No, she may not it's have a thought, way... Mm -hmm. It's a way in. It's a way to show people, look, I know what I'm doing, help them sort them. I mean, I've definitely had people, I've worked with them for an hour, done that exactly this kind of thing, a power hour, shown them something. Then they've come back to me for a tax return or something else or told yeah. somebody else. that. And that's actually, we, we talk a lot about getting testimonials. These are the kind of things where you can say at the end, hey, 
you know, what what did I help you with? What where were you before we started the hour? Where are you? What's the result been or the outcome for you? And these are the things that your testimonials you can share that on your website that's good marketing um but those people will tell their friends their other business owners in their networks and then this is the kind of stuff that can bring you leads as well so i I, I mean it's yeah it's a no-brainer yeah, for me i think yeah and because when you meet somebody like this it, it really as opposed to like just a, a a pretty picture on um a social media platform or the website or something when you meet somebody like this which is how you would do your um power hour it brings on that no like and trust so they already yeah. feel that they know you and and they trust your expertise and it like you say zoe it leads to more things it does yeah oh fantastic now how can people find the course how, how can they sign up if they want to do that um so it's katherinegladwin.co.uk um slash power so katherinegladwin.co.uk slash power we will make sure yeah. we've got a link in the comments so everybody can access that it's 29 pounds get your power hour set up in an afternoon that is a brilliant brilliant idea for everyone this friday yeah. afternoon i'm excited to see lots of power hours available me, i can't wait to be bombarded with bookkeeper power hours all over the place <laughs> i'm gonna feel brilliant. so proud it'll be brilliant oh, fantastic <laughs> oh well thank you so much for joining us no. today and sharing this because i think this is going to really help so many people um i'm just gonna draw this to a close let you know that we'll be back next wednesday before our normal time we have a podcast next week with lisa talbot we're going to be talking about personal branding and style and how that fits together i'm excited about that and uh, we will see you next week for another podcast thanks so much Catherine no thanks for having me Zoe take care everybody absolute pleasure don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeepers podcast the topical bookkeeping chat why not join our free Facebook group the six figure bookkeepers club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com